Hello, and good afternoon. Welcome to Commissioner and Car. I'm Dustin Zarni, Democratic Elections Commissioner. It's been about a week since we talked to each other, and that's because we had an election last week. And so today I'm talking mostly about the uh, post-election canvas that is about to happen tomorrow uh, at the Board of Elections. Uh, we are uh, preparing for our final week to certify and count all of the ballots uh, that are yet to be counted for the August 23rd primary. So what are those ballots? Uh, well, we have about, eh, you know, around 750 or so absentee ballots that we have to count. These are ballots that uh, were we received the Monday before Election Day all the way up until today. Uh, because ballots, uh, you may say, oh, how can you receive ballots after the election? Well, ballots have to be postmarked or dropped off at polling places on Election Day, but they may not be received by the Board of Elections right away, especially if it's being mailed from far away. Uh, so we have um, uh, a ton of absentee ballots that are properly postmarked, uh, about 750 of those, um, that we're going to be opening and counting tomorrow. And then we also have about a little less than 200 affidavit ballots. These are ballots that people went to the polls on Election Day. They were not properly registered at the record in the poll book. Either they changed their address or they moved here or they weren't registered at all, but they, they felt they should be. Some of them felt they should be in the right party. We went through those, and uh, of the good ones, we'll be counting those tomorrow. Uh, you know, about 75% of the affidavits actually were good. Uh, we'll, I'll, I'll get into that when we get into my weekly wonk series in September, which will uh, be going over the the election here, um, you know, after we certify the election. But what races are really in doubt? Well, there's not many. In fact, I would say none are actually in doubt. Uh, the Democratic race for Congress, the, the Republican race for Congress, uh, neither of those races are in doubt, uh, and though we will count every absentee ballot and every affidavit ballot that was cast, and they will be part of the final count, uh, it's not going to change the outcome. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, you don't have to count them if it's not going to change the outcome. That's not true. We count every single one. Every time you vote, we count that vote. Uh, but what is kind of close is to the conservative race for uh, Senate District 48. Julie Abbott Keenan, the Republican candidate, was primaried by uh, Justin Coretti, a uh, Cuga conservative, for the conservative line in that district. And on election night, he was up by 17 votes. In a very small race, that is pretty significant win. It's actually about 3 or 4%. So it's not numerically uh, close in the traditional sense. However... What comes into play is the uh, New York hand count law. Uh, and so if a uh, race is within 0.5% from the winner to the loser or the second place finisher um, or within 20 votes, no matter what the percentage is, then by law, boards of elections must proceed to a hand count where we hand count all the ballots to make sure that the machines counted them accurately and that any uh, ballots that were intended to vote for a certain candidate weren't 
uh, undercounted or counted uh, incorrectly. That might happen like if somebody barely filled in the bubble or something like that. Uh, I actually am in favor of this law. I think it's a good law. I think it's something that's been going on in New York City and Ulster County for years. Um, you know, and, and I think it's something that uh, now that it's statewide, I believe it happened last year or the year before, uh, that it became statewide. Yep, yeah, it was. It was in 2020. It was passed, but it came into effect in 2021. Um, that uh, that law is in place. So now this race spans two counties. The Senate District 48 goes along the southern tier of Onondaga County, all the way up the western towns and into Cayuga County, um, and all of Cayuga County. So Cayuga County already did their canvas. They're a smaller county. They got theirs done on Monday. They had three uh, absentee and affidavit ballots. I believe they were all absentees. They had no affidavits. Uh, and their unofficial count is that Julia Bikinen won two of those and Justin Creddy won one. So now the unofficial lead is down to 16. Now, we don't have 16 ballots for the conservatives here in Onondaga County. We only have six absentee ballots and two affidavit ballots that will be opened tomorrow. So that's eight. 16 minus eight. Even if all of those votes go to Julia Bikinen, Justin Coretti is still the un unofficial winner of the race. However, because it's under 20 votes, then we would have to do a hand count. The only way that this won't go towards a hand count is if Justin Coretti wins six of the eight uh, paper ballots when we open them tomorrow. Um, that would be unlikely. Uh, but especially since Julie Abikinen won Onondaga County, Justin Coretti actually won Cayuga County. Uh, so that being the case, it's probably unlikely that this will go to a hand count. However, or that it won't go to a hand count. It definitely will probably go to a hand <laughs> Definitely probably. That's a political speak here for you. But uh, <laughs> uh, it probably will go towards a hand count. So what will happen is tomorrow when Onondaga County uh, opens their ballots, we have to certify the election, which will be hopefully on Thursday, report it up to the State Board of Elections, and the State Board of Elections will officially notify us that we will proceed to a hand count. We are going to do that hand count on Tuesday at 10 a.m., right after Labor Day. And then we will be finished with this election. So on next Tuesday on my uh, commissioner in a car, I'll be talking about how the hand count went, what happened with that, and who's the winner of that race. But the winner of the other races are Francis Canole, who's the Democratic nominee, and Brandon Williams, who's the Republican and conservative nominee, uh, who will now face off in the congressional race uh, this uh, general election. And just in time, this weekend I'll be doing a weekly wonk uh, on the new New York 22. The old New York 24 and New York 22 were merged, kind of, into this new district that spans Onondaga, Madison, and uh, Oneida counties and a hairline sliver of Oswego. I got some interesting data to show to you uh, about registrations here and even some voting patterns because it has whole counties in it. Uh, so check that out. Last week I did the uh, Assembly District 126. It was kind of hard to do because it's a new new district with a lot of new towns in it. And um, I wasn't able to get really the voting patterns that I liked in those, but I did some great registration data work. So check that out. That's at my website, DustinSarney.com. Um, I also will be on the air on Central Current Radio on Thursday. I did a wonderful interview with Reverend Rick Wright, uh, Dr. Rick Wright, 
Uh, I think he's both. <laughs> uh, on Central Current Radio. That'll be uh, airing on Thursday, and I will share that, of course, on my social feeds for you. Uh, I did a half-hour uh, show with that. It was a, it was a great show, and uh, I had a lot of fun. Uh, so I hope you tune into that. And uh, then this Thursday, I'll be resuming my Zoom with Zarni. I'll be having uh, Annalie Porter, who is uh, Onondaga County County Court Judge uh, race. Uh, She is running for the seat that was made open by uh, the retirement of Judge Doherty uh, earlier this year. So uh, she's an official candidate now, so I'm having her on the program. My Zoom with Zarni's will almost all be... uh, candidates from now until uh the november election so uh check them out if you want to know who's on the ballot uh i will have other candidates on the ballot uh, you know that are going to be on there and I, I think uh you'll enjoy and uh you know almost everybody who's on the ballot this fall will have either had an interview or will have an interview before the end of this election season so check that out all right that's all i got for you today uh, it is uh, very rainy, so uh, I hope you brought an umbrella, unlike me, who got soaked in the rain uh, here in Syracuse. Um, and uh, have a wonderful holiday. Remember that Labor uh, Day is not just a day off. It's a day to celebrate our workers and the workers who made it possible to have paid holidays off. So, uh, you know, and I, and I think there's no better example of fine work workers than the people in unions across this great country. So um, my staff are all in the CSAA union. um, And next week I'll be talking to uh, uh, SEIU and, uh, uh, you know, uh, coordinator and uh, the Greater Syracuse Labor Council president, Mark Spadafore, about the importance of Labor Day. Uh, He's he's the president on the porch, on the commission in the car, and we're having a crossover show around Labor Day. So uh, that'll be great. Uh, So... Uh, check it out next week. Until then, please be safe. Please remember that the virus is still out there. Protect yourself. Get vaccinated. Get boosted. And if you're uh, exhibiting symptoms, get tested and isolate so we can try to have a more normal uh, fall and winter and a safe one. Thank you. Bye-bye.